Welcome to Spirit Chat Radio with your host, Jennifer O'Neill, where the focus is to simplify the process of using the spiritual tools and gifts you were born with in a way that fits into your everyday life. Jennifer is a leading expert in the field of spirit communication and has spent the last 20 years as a professional psychic and spiritual teacher, helping people all over the world learn how to develop themselves spiritually through her books, podcasts, and her virtual learning center, Keys to the Spirit World. For the next hour, join Jennifer to discover different tools and techniques that will help you learn how to navigate the spirit world better and empower you on your own spiritual journey. Aloha, everybody, and welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. Uh, For those of you who are new to my show, I've been doing this for a little while, but I have um, some updates I want to give those of you who are new and those of you who have been following, which is I did open enrollment for my intuition and psychic ability class. Although, like I've mentioned before, most people think it should be a life path class. I teach so much more in there um, than just intuition and psychic ability. There's really a lot of good, juicy info for you guys. But if you're interested in that, I only open enrollment for 10 days, so don't forget to stop over Um, there at the www.psychicabilityclass.com. Also, uh, for those of you who are new, who are new or who are not in my spirit community, I think it's something that you might enjoy. We're doing some really good conversations are going on over there. um, It's a private Facebook group. You can go over to keystothespiritworld.com. And up in the right side, there's a tab that says spirit community. You can click to join. So we get into further discussions and um, talk about all kinds of energy waves and different things that are going on. So I think you might really enjoy that. But for today's show, I think a lot of people are going to find this interesting. And this is a topic that we've been going over um, in the Higher Purpose Learning Group for some time now. But something is different. Everyone can feel it and people are talking about it. The interesting thing to me is... Even though things feel different, a lot of people don't know what it is. What is this? What is, what, why does it feel different? What's happening? And this change is affecting all things. It's affecting nature. It's affecting animals, people, and planets. And the funny thing is, this isn't even a surprise. This isn't, wasn't like a blindside, like, you know, all of a sudden, oh, geez, what just happened? Uh, everything feels different. Who's seen this coming? We were, we were actually warned about this change, and it's been documented for hundreds of thousands of years that it was coming. And what is this change? It's, it's a huge, huge shift in energy. And it's been predicted in many different types of calendars, such as the Mayan calendar being the most well-known of the calendars. Um, you know, with the Babylonians, astrology uh, has been following this and has charted it. Uh, books have been written about it. Prophets have foreseen what was coming and, and have also spoke about it. Um, the interesting thing here is you don't really have to know any of those things. You don't have to believe in it or even have heard about it because most likely you can feel it. You just don't know what it is. And what is this huge shift in energy? 
well, it actually has a name, and it's called a new consciousness era. Um, and what does that mean? You know, that that's not helpful if you don't even understand what's happening. So what does this shift in energy mean? What's a new consciousness era mean? Um, it basically means the universe, universal energy, which is making up, which makes up everything in, in existence, is now shifting into more of an enlightened era. Um, the thing about this this energy shift is it's quite a bit more intense than what we're used to, and it's coming at us like a tidal wave of energy. So, for instance, universal energy is always ebbing and flowing and moving and uh, creating and dissipating and doing all kinds of things. This is that's always been. Um, but with this new shift in energy as we are moving into an enlightened era, it is really intense and th the, the energy is starting to just shift in a very intense way. And since we're all made up of universal energy, this is where it gets interesting. Even though that people can't see what's happening, they can feel it. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you're made up of water, the ocean's made up of water, that sort of thing. So there's like movement with you, with the moon and the stars and all that kind of thing, because um, people don't realize that actually, um, because we have energy that um, the planets and the moons and everything move energy. It, it works with universal energy, but we're also made up of water. And what does the, the planets and all that also shifts water. So it has a huge effect on us as people. And you don't really go that far into it. You don't really need to know about it truthfully, but. Anyways, this shift can be felt to the very core of your soul, and it's affecting a lot of people who used to be having or feel like that they were living this happy life, and that is where the problem comes in. Um, a lot of people who you are living the same life, doing the same thing that they were day after day that they were doing before, are finding that they're no longer happy and they haven't changed their routine. And so this is very unsettling to some people because they're like, well, you know, what's happening? I mean, I, I, I'm meeting the goals that I set out to meet. I'm, you know, on my five-year plan, my 10-year plan, or maybe, maybe you've even altered from your plan and it's better than you thought or where you were headed is better. And lately or the past maybe a couple years or even recently you're finding you're finding that you're feeling like you're in a rut um, and some of the, the the things that come with that is people start feeling depressed they feel like sad or lost and even unfulfilled but they can't quite put their finger on it they can't quite figure out why like this this makes no sense it's not like it's not following a train of thoughts to them so usually that's how it works, and, and that's something that I reiterate over and over my stuff. If it's coming from something that is probably not spiritually based, there, there should be a thought train behind it. So for instance, if you're feeling depressed or sad, it could be that you had a bad day at work, or you know there was an event that led up to a train of thoughts that led up to that emotion, right? If you're feeling sad or depressed or unfulfilled or lost all of a sudden out of nowhere and you really can't put your finger on it, many times 
that's uh, the spiritual energy and it's your spiritual body responding to something. People don't quite know the difference there. So um, why is this happening now when things were felt like they were going along famously before? Because, you know, even if you were doing the same things before, it was easier to ignore fulfillment and happiness and what your soul wanted because we were based in a physical era. So what happens is when we're moving into a new consciousness era, we've been previously living into what's called a physical, physical era. It was one of survival and growth. So for many hundreds of years, basically we were working with physical energy that was basically helping us survive and grow as, as people and souls and it was helping us to develop. And so the physical energy what took primary center stage and that connects to your physical body. And so your physical body was the one who was kind of in the driver's seat, so to speak. So when you were dealing with your spiritual body and its senses and things that it desires, what you desire on a soul level, it could be very easily ignored when your physical body is taken primary over your your spiritual body when it's in the driver's seat and so you know it's a lot of people are really frustrated with this because they're they're going well well this is a bummer because that was really working well for me but you're gonna find out that that probably wasn't working the best for you it, it, that's that's when some other issues actually do come up and I'm going to talk about that in a, in a minute here. So in order to really understand how this works in your everyday life, like I said, it, it's really important to understand what a physically rooted era versus a higher consciousness era in, is. And some of the indicators of that is um, when we were in the survival mode, when we were creating things, you were very attached and very aware of your physical body. So you are very honed into everything physical. It was easy for you. You know, you, you were, your, your thought process was very physically based with its knowledge. Your, your physical body and its senses took primary um, focus, upon, uh, you know, apart from your other senses. And because of this, it also created a huge interest in physical properties. And physical properties would be things such as um, buildings, cars, houses, anything and everything that your brain see, perceives as something that you can touch. And so during that survival mode, people who are attached to their physical body, which was basically most most everybody, uh, the majority of the population, who are very interested in physical properties, now we're kind of in the hunting, gathering uh, mode of gathering items and building things. And so that's not a bad thing. That's actually a good thing. That That's how we moved forward. That's how we created the life that we were living. So. We're going to head into break shortly, and then when we come back, we're going to be talking about what's going to be different in this higher consciousness era. 
How is that going to look to you? How is that going to affect your everyday life? I'll be back in a second. The cutting edge of conscious radio, Om Times Radio, IOM FM. Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the Ohm Times Experts program. With Ohm Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.ohmtimes.com. Tune in to the Practical Intuitive Mind, Body, Spirit for the Real World with me, host Robin Fritz, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern. I'll cover personal and business intuition, animal communication, mediumship, space clearing, past life regression, shamanic insights, energy healing, soul choice, and more, all to help you tap your own intuitive and healing skills. No ifs, ands, or buts. I'm Fidel Nshombo. I was born in a city called Bukavu in the Congo. We were a loving family. And then, boom, everything that I had disappeared in a single day. People think that when you are a refugee and they resettle to America and all your problems are done. They don't understand that that's the beginning of everything. I was not born a refugee. I was made one. It's time we welcome refugee families with open arms. Learn more at EmbraceRefugees.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. So we're going to continue on where we left off. But just to sum up where we were, we were talking about this new consciousness era and how everything has moved, is basically moving out of a physically based rooted era into a higher consciousness rooted era and so we were talking about what that physically based rooted era was which was some of the things that you would have noticed would be um, being very attached and aware of your physical body um, and being very interested in physical properties and I don't mean actual properties like land just physical properties such as buildings cars houses things that your brain can perceive and touch you know and this caused us to be in a hunting and gathering type mode where we were gathering items we were we were growing as a as a whole as a um, planet as a people we were growing and building things and gathering things and we were creating something we were in survival mode um, and now we're moving into the higher consciousness era um, and what is that going to feel like? Well, you're going to become very aware of your spiritual body. Now, it doesn't matter truthfully whether you are listening to this radio show or you're, you even care about metaphysics, metaphysics whatsoever or spiritual aspects yourself, higher vibration, whatever. You could, you could not care less about that and just want to do regular stuff and you're still going to become very aware of your spiritual body there's no way for that shift not to affect all people 
So this you may find interesting, or and I'm actually finding interesting as I'm watching friends and family and people around my own life, uh, people who were never interested in spiritual stuff or cared about what I did, or even they may, may not even know what I did, but I'm really seeing them come full circle and start having a lot of questions and, and experiencing new things that they're, they're very curious about when they're new sensations that are basically coming from their spiritual body. And they're trying to understand and sort of grasp on they're having all these new experiences and they're having all these new sensations and things feel shifting to them. And, and they're, so they're, they're asking questions, they're reading things and that's, that's a good thing. But moving into the higher consciousness era, you're going to become a lot more aware of your spiritual body. Um, you will also become more interested in spiritual properties. Um, what are those? Those are going to be things such as, you know, happiness and passion and intuition, uh, for instance, would be some, some spiritual properties, things that would be more fulfilling on a soul level. And we're going to get to some of those um, coming up pretty soon here as well. And then the next thing that most people will notice is what we touched upon a little bit already was you're going to be wanting to gather knowledge and, and try to learn about and gain spiritual fulfillment. Um, I'm seeing this across the board. I, I've been doing this like, I, well, for I've been this way my entire life, but I've been doing this professionally for over 20 some years. And the amount of interest and the amount of curiosity um, that has been peaked and uh, the amount of people actually embracing the spiritual aspects of things or spiritual subjects has growing by leaps and bounds because they have an internal desire and an internal curiosity. And that's really cool and really great. And something I do want to touch upon before I get into some, a little bit more stuff here is people do talk about this era in a way that I think scares people completely unnecessarily. Um, because I've heard people talk about it and I've heard people ask me about it where they're like, um, we're moving into this, you know, fifth dimension or this enlightened era and no people who don't adjust are going to be left behind. Like they're just somehow going to all just keel over or something, or they're, they, that's a, that's a fear. Like nobody wants to be left behind. doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter if your family walks out the door and leaves you because they're going on vacation. It doesn't matter if you're feeling left behind in school, you don't want to be left behind. So it creates a lot of fear. And I think that that's very misguided because you're going to have all the tools, um, to be advancing and taking advantage of moving into the spiritual era as every single person on the planet, everybody is going to have equal opportunity to embrace this new era and to move forward. And the way that it's going to affect other people, if they don't move forward, is going to be a lot different than they think. It's not like you get left behind and everybody else advances into some crazy, wonderful, um, you know, spiritual, they like advance several levels spiritually. And then everybody else is just, like I said, just sitting there going, why'd you leave me? I'm, I'm still here. Um, it doesn't cut work like that, but you will see some very cool things happen with this. If you do embrace it and you move forward, you're going to see some really, um, cool things moving forward. 
the and the drive and guidance that you receive from within is going to be different. So that's also what's different about this higher consciousness area. What your soul desires and what it needs to be filled now versus before is going to be shifting. And that is what people are noticing when they're starting to feel sad or feel depressed or f feel confused because the desire from your souls, you know, from internally, the desire from within, those needs are now going to come to the surface. And mo more often than not, they're going to be different than your physical desires. They're going to be shifting. <clears throat> the reason for that we talked a little bit about is because when you're doing, dealing with uh, universal energy in your spiritual body, and that begins to take the driver's seat, um, what you desire deep down is then going to come to the surface. And those, they're, they're two different things. And it's good to have both. You shouldn't have to choose between, you know, your soul's desire and your physical desires. Um, that's the same with people in, in the spiritual industry. I've heard them talk sometimes about, you know, they should sacrifice and not have this and not have that. Well, you know, that's why we're here. We're here to live in a physical world. And I think that people forget that aspect. I think that they really do when they get too deep into the spiritual stuff. We are here to enjoy physical properties as well, but there should be a balance where you're, you're enjoying and discovering and experiencing both things, not one more heavily than the other. And that's, that's the good thing that's going to come out of a lot of this is you're going to learn a better balance of coming down. You know, if we weren't here to experience the physical properties, there wouldn't be any reason to come down here. And, and do what we do when we incarnate, you know, right? There would be no reason to experience these things. Otherwise, we'd just stay up in the spiritual realm and just hang out up there, it, you know? So that's never made sense to me and when people are like, oh, you know, you shouldn't wish for a bigger car, you shouldn't, or house, you shouldn't wish for a better car. Well, of course you should. That's what, that we're here to do all of these things. We're here to interconnect. We're here to learn about physical things and navigate the physical world like i said otherwise we'd be hanging all up in the spiritual realm so your soul basically desires five major things and you know where before and this is really interesting and and you'll notice even a lot of celebrities or different people talk about this i i hear it often um your soul really desires happiness it desires freedom um, it desires, it has the need to, for creativity and expression. Uh, it desires love and it desires peace. So on a deep level, your soul is desiring happiness, freedom, creativity and expression, love and peace. The interesting thing that I think has tripped people up when we were, you know, before and we were based on this physical energy is this is really what drives a lot of people if you break it down this is basically why people work so hard or why they want to be rich where they think that money can buy these things they think that can buy them freedom time to go do things and they think if they have the freedom to go do things and the money to do things that will then bring joy into their life and they think if they're you know have joy into their life they they have the need to create things and then when they're, you know, happy and joyful and creating stuff, love, just they want to share love with everybody and people love them. 
and that then brings an internal sense of peace. So, you know, it's interesting how people feel, and I talk about this often, it's not necessarily that you desire to be rich or you desire to have the money or, you, you know, or any of those things. What you really desire is what you think the money will bring you, what you think the status will bring you, which is what your internal soul's desire is anyways. Um, and, and as I get into talking about this even a little bit more, the interesting thing of what I notice of successful successful people or even the wealthy, ultra wealthy, whatever, versus the people who are really struggling paycheck to paycheck is they're driven by their desires, not for the money, but to succeed or to be the best at what they're doing. Or they have a passion that they're just so driven about that they like, even if it's somebody who um, is just rocking the stock market, you know, they, they most likely would have a passion for numbers and, and they would talk about it being, you know, the win of, of being smart enough to figure something out or to get out when they needed to, or to get in when they needed to, or to forecast a market or something. That is what would drive those people, for instance, versus, oh, it's just a paycheck and I have really good money at it. Those people are not going to do so well. Um, it's the same with any type of, of thing that you do, whether it's you, you're a musician that, that will also separate some of the musicians, but it'll separate. Um, there are also people like accountants and bankers who, who love numbers and those people will then do better at those jobs because it's, it's the, the work that they're enjoying. It's not just that they chose it on the college application because they had to pick a place to, you know, major in those people will never um, feel the same and therefore the energy will not flow the same for them than people who are choosing something that they're really passionate about and that they're driven towards for, for uh, how they spend their time. And then the universal energy flows different. So if you've been veering away um, from these things in your life and you've had some voids in your, in your life up until now, what most likely people do is they fill them with physical things or superficial relationships. Um, and this going forward is going to be now really hard to ignore. So that's why pe when I talked about it at the beginning, how people were having trouble and, and they're like, oh, my life was wonderful. Now what just happened? <clears throat> well, most likely you've been filling some voids in your area, in those areas of your life where you're feeling unfulfilled with the happiness or the creativity, love, whatever. And you fill those voids and you throw some physical items at them and it tends to be really easily ignored and now it is going to be really hard to ignore. Those are going to start surfacing. But that's great news, really. I know you don't believe me yet, but it is. And we're going to talk about why that is actually good news when we come back from this break. conscious lifestyle to your world. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Ascending Hearts is no ordinary dating site, but a spiritual dating site with a purpose to link you with your soulmate. 
We engineer the serendipity so you can trust that you will attune with someone that has the same matching vibration as you. Ascending Hearts, the conscious dating site for the spiritually aware. Try Ascending Hearts for free. AscendingHearts.com Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living. A chance to see new, hear different, and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for, that new understanding that will enhance your life, and that positive connection that will support your growth. So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. And you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food, we've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food, because 40% of all food in the U.S. never gets eaten. Save the food. Cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. Welcome back. So we've been talking about filling the voids in your life and with physical things. And if, you're, if you've been doing that, you're definitely going to be feeling the impacts of this energy shift higher than maybe people who are not doing it so much. And um, this is awesome. <laughs> and you're probably thinking, what are you talking about? Like, this is not awesome. You know, there's some really lucky people out there who, without this shift, would not be making some really good changes in their life. Um, so who might be lucky with this is, you know, those who are interested in living a different life, these people are going to be really lucky because they're going to be forced to be making some changes. Um, and change, I know, freaks people out. But for those people who are embracing this, I'm seeing some really crazy cool things happen with their life. Um, they're finding peace and, and happiness in ways that they would never have gone and looked for had they not been kind of feeling like they were sort of forced to, if that makes sense. People like to be in, you know, they like the normalcy of their life. They don't, they don't like shifting. They don't like change. And so um, it's hard for people to, to move in a different direction unless they're feeling like, oh, geez, this is like worse. So since this is worse, I'm going to try to find something better. And so then they move that direction. Uh, the, it's for those who have discovered things are not working the way that they used to. And what I mean by that is uh, it was always, you know, go to school, get a job, uh, chase the money. And that was basically how people were taught because they were their parents or, or loved ones who loved them very much usually wanted the, their children and, uh, you know, their family members to be secure and stable and have food and, and that make them happy, right? If, if you know your children were going to be stable and that they could pay their bills and whatever, at least there was like a, oh, okay, I can breathe. Like I'm feeling comfortable that my kids are comfortable. So in order to um, calm their own fears out of what they felt would be love, 
they would then direct people towards money. They would direct their children towards money, their family members towards money. And a lot of uh, people are going to be discovering that that's actually not how things work when it comes to money and when it comes to how things flow into your life. You know, I talk a lot about this, um, and for those of you who are interested in this show, you're probably really going to benefit from reading some stuff on universal laws. I'm talking a lot about universal energy, but that's a whole different show, so I don't really want to get into the whole entire thing, but maybe I will do a show on that. I'll have to think about that, but I have written a book on that, and uh, it's called uh, Universal Laws 18... um, laws to success and basically if you google my name on amazon and universal laws you'll find it my books will come up but that book has gotten great reviews and the funny thing is i even love the book because i and i wrote it which is weird i know that is a very, very strange thing to say but you know you channel the information right and so some of the information on there i love to reread as a refresher and it's had great um reviews like I said go check it out and that will help you understand the difference between working with universal energy and how that will will create your life how that has is creating your life even if you don't really believe in universal energy it definitely be should be something you potentially become more aware of because you're going to be able to actually look at your life where it is right now and see how you've worked with universal energy without even realizing it and see how that's created a a situation you liked or didn't like. And it's okay to learn about situations you don't like because then you can realize, oh, I created that. I can uncreate that or I can do that different or I can do that better. And that is super cool. So the, the people who love to embrace the out with old and in with the new, you're gonna love this new shift. And those who are tired and emotionally tapped out, you guys are going to be lucky because you are really going to be forced to make some different changes. And as you tune in and pay attention to the guidance that you're going to be receiving, as we get into that, and I'll talk about how you can tell, um, you're going to most likely make choices that are going to make you feel better. And, um, you know, those who are ready for a change, there's, there's really going to be some cool stuff out there happening with this change. It's just going to be, you know, resistance is hard. It freaks people out. Change just freaks people out. So what do they do? They ignore it. Um, and that's not going to help you guys like this. That is not just, let me be clear, not going to help at all during this shift. It just, it really is not, you can try it, prove me wrong, go for it, but that is really not going to help at all. Um, Why people do their best to ignore change, um, you know, a lot of people think it's not important. They maybe think they don't have time for it, and they just simply are afraid of it. Like I said, they're very comfortable um, doing what they've, normally doing on a day-to-day basis and it freaks people out to have to you know and it plus it takes time and effort to change your routine and change what you're doing and change maybe change a job change where you're living change your relationship like that's a lot of stuff that you may need to change even one of those things can be emotionally exhausting 
and it can require a lot of energy on your part but if you don't put in the energy you won't get the shift and you won't get the change and you can't make things different and better right um, but things are changing all around you you know you can't stop it so you might as well get on board with it I mean you know think about it like nature is constantly changing um, it's in constant state of change trees are growing uh, people are getting older by the minute by the day the economy grows and it deflates trends change music change over time people's opinions even change with new information and education um, inventions they they change our lives they change our quality of life you know it's interesting how much change you're actually surrounded by but yet people adamantly resist it um, then then they just panic they just go into sheer panic so how can you tell if you're feeling the effects how can you tell if um, we're moving into this new consciousness era how can I tell if I'm actually advancing and moving forward and I'm beginning to pay attention to my spiritual body and how can I tell if I'm kind of on the right track <clears throat> and I can learn how to embrace this stuff uh, we've been talking about this in the higher purpose learning group because a lot of people are starting to experience um, their their own personal shift from physical energy to the spiritual or physical body to spiritual body um, when they're as their spiritual body begins to take the driver's seat some of the things that you might be experiencing is heightened anxiety um, where you may not have been anxious before or maybe you maybe you have anxious issues um, but your your anxiety is heightened more than normal or it's come back where it was gone before or maybe it even escalates into panic attacks that's how you can tell that you're you're shifting body from physical to spiritual taking the primary um, the heightened anxiety that is freaking some people out by the way because anxiety is not awesome but what is happening with that is when you're shifting it's like you're trying on your new spiritual body or you're trying that on as being the primary you're letting it's kind of think about it like um, if you take a child out and they're you're teaching them how to drive you really have to teach your spiritual body how to drive how to how to, in the physical environment that you're in because your physical body has been the driver so now you have to teach your spiritual body how to be the driver right and so imagine taking your your you know 14 or 16 year old child out putting them in your driver's seat and drive drive during uh, uh, rush hour traffic and you're like all right let's go and drive really slow and don't do this and watch the brake and what look at you know like it, it gives you anxiety it freaks you out and not to mention you're surrounded by all these people um, who who also are producing an energy and so when you're as you're teaching your spiritual body to take the driver's seat um, your spiritual body is going to be experiencing all these different senses and sensations of this tidal wave of energy it's becoming primary and it is becoming out of its shell and it is really feeling all the energy and that's what your spiritual body does is it reads energy and um, that causes heightened anxiety it just does um, because you're getting all these this this energy from everywhere you're getting all of these signals right and so you're being able to feel everything at one time and so I'm gonna get into what you do and, and how that works but I'm gonna finish with uh, some of the signs that you're 
your that you're teaching your spiritual body how to drive uh, the out of the ordinary mood swings again not followed by a train of thought uh, but you're finding that you're having some mood shifts some ups and downs and um, you're you know you're feeling like it move all over the place and you're not quite really sure where you're gonna land it's kind of like PMS 2000 I guess I don't know men and women just your mood swings are sort of all over the place again this when you're an energy reader your your spiritual body is becoming primary you're now very tuned in to all the emotional energy as well as the universal energy emotional energy has the mood swings um, you're feeling a lot of different things coming out of everywhere tired and lethargic uh, that's another one um, I talk about this on some of my other podcasting about dreaming and whatnot but the way that your spiritual bodies recharge is through sleep so um, your, your physical body doesn't necessarily need sleep that's been proven scientifically it doesn't need to you sit enough in your car watching TV whatever that your physical body gets enough rest uh, when you go into a dream state that's when you're it's kind of like imagine plugging your iPhone in that's you know you plug your iPhone in at night you're charging your spiritual body when you're sleeping when you're dreaming um, so as this spiritual body is becoming primary it's doing a lot of work and it is adjusting a lot to these energies and things that it's receiving so it needs to recharge often um, again it's a newborn baby nap time you know your your spiritual body's needing some downtime to recharge so you might be feeling unusually lethargic or sleepy naps you're probably taking more naps um, than normal past issues resurfacing uh, that's another thing that you most likely will be noticing things that were you thought you'd sort of put to rest before when your spiritual body becomes primary it pulls forth any issues that have been sort of stuck energetically and causing you issues um, so that's another thing that is really a good thing but you're gonna have to be revisiting uh, those past issues well, I have one more to get through when we get back and then we'll go into what do I do what do you do now okay break time we'll see you in a minute Conscious connection to a more mindful world. Om Times Radio, IOM FM. Humanity Healing International is a small nonprofit with a big dream. Since 2007, HHI has been working tirelessly to bring help to communities with little or no hope. Our projects are not broad mandates, nor are they overnight solutions, but they bring the reassurance that no one is alone and that someone cares. To learn more, please visit humanityhealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Hi, I'm Kelly Fox, host and astrologer of The Astrology Show. Each week, I'll give you access to the current transits, which are a valuable tool that provide astrological information to help unlock the potential each of us has. Understanding the stars can help steer us in the right direction to make better informed choices. So if you're wondering what's going to happen in your week ahead, be sure to tune in to The Astrology Show for guidance. 
Mondays at 9pm Eastern Time. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. People think that having someone who will listen makes it better. I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I think that having someone who will listen makes it better. People understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to turn addiction around. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. Okay, so we're covering some of the things about how you can tell if you're if you're actually already making the shift, if you're if you're moving over um, to your spiritual body, which is the heightened anxiety, the out of the ordinary mood swings, past issues resurfacing. Um, that was where we were just talking about before the break. You might find that, like I said, some things that you thought you had put to rest are resurfacing. Maybe things that bothered you in your childhood, a past relationship. Uh, a job, whatever, um, you may find that those are kind of resurfacing and you're having some weird emotions about it. And um, you need to revisit that. Don't just try to stuff that down again because if you're having past issues that are resurfacing, that means that, that they, it's imprinted in your energetic system in a way that is just basically kind of stuck there. And so there is some emotion or something you're holding on to without you realizing it that kind of makes it stick to your spiritual body and you just need to kind of revisit it, resolve it, and it will wipe away, it will release, it will dissipate. Um, so that's really good. The last sign is fear-based energy. And this you are noticing with the world as a whole or the US as a whole right now. Um, there's a lot of people that fear-based energy, let me rephrase that, that is unfounded. Um, basically, um, I'm sure many people will be like, what are you talking about? It's founded. There's all this crazy stuff going on politically, whatever. Um, that, you know, again, the U.S. as a whole is, is also morphing and changing. It's also moving from a physical in the world, not just U.S., the world. We are also changing as a planet, as, as a whole, as just the earth um, and and all beings that you know uh, create their earth and, and live on earth everything's shifting it's shifting from physical to spiritual and we are in the midst of change uh, doesn't mean that change has happened yet but there will be a very uncomfortable fear-based time period where it's shifting over and so that's a good thing you can't get change or you can't you know have things be different without the process of change and change is never comfortable it just usually is not Sometimes it is, I guess, for people, but for most people, they resist it. So you're, we're kind of seeing, or we are seeing that happen right now. And as I look at things, not from all the individual um, little things that are happening, you know, going into what he said or she said or this situation or that situation, if you pull back and look at it as a whole, we're seeing that we're right in the midst of, of shifting over. And that's a really exciting time that we're shifting. That's exciting. Then staying where we were. Uh, cool things happen when you shift. So what do you do? Um, now you've told me all these things of what's going to happen and why I feel crappy. And now what? Now what do I do? Um, well, 
you need to learn how to work with your spiritual body and your spiritual senses. Like I was saying, you know, it's teaching your spiritual body how to drive. You need to learn how to work with it. And up until this point, most people haven't learned about it, haven't really acknowledged it, and, and haven't really taken the time to even, you know, give it any mind, any pay attention at all. Um, and so you need, how to, you need to learn how to become familiar with your spiritual body, how it feels. Um, you need to be more aware of it. You need to know what signs and signals does it give you. You need to acknowledge it. You need to understand, learn, understand it better than you probably have in the past. You need to, like I said, understand more how it feels when you're working with it. If you, if you don't really embrace and harness and understand how it feels, um, then it's hard to understand the signs and signals. And this spiritual body that you're going to be embracing or going to be moving into really has some fantastic guidance. It really, really does. And it's tuned into some stuff. I, it's like having cheat sheets all over the place because it's tuned into universal energy in a way that can work for you in a very positive manner if you trust and let it. But you need to learn how that system works, right? Um, and so how do, you, how do you learn to become familiar with your spiritual body? Well, you know, there's lots of ways that you can. Um, there's books and things that you can read. For those of you who have read books, and I'd suggest you go read, you know, whatever you can on it and, and learn about the spiritual body. I've written some books again on Amazon, but this is also, again, why I created the class I did. This is why I created the um, psychic ability class. We, we teach or I teach a lot. I keep saying we like there was a bunch of us in there, but really there was not. But uh, I teach a lot about how to be in tune and how to feel your spiritual body and how to separate the spiritual body from the physical body because there a lot of people mistake uh, spiritual body um, signs and signals and senses and how it feels they mistake that for physical symptoms which is really interesting because when I teach my students to separate when I teach them no that actually is what people think is a physical feeling or, or whatever but it's actually your spiritual body, they literally go, oh, that makes total sense. Like it clicks, like an aha. Oh my gosh, yes, that is what that is. And then when you start learning the proper information on what your spiritual body feels like and the things that it does, you can very much more easily separate the two and then you can learn how to become more familiar with it. Then you want to also learn the capabilities of what your spiritual body can do. What's, what skills does your spiritual body possess? Um, what passions and what knowledge does it hold in regards to working with spiritual energy, which as you should know from what we've been talking about, that's going to be super important because that's the energy that's becoming primary on earth, right? And universally, right? So you would like to be able to harness um, what knowledge your spiritual body holds when working with that energy because that's where you're going to um, move forward and propel yourself forward successfully, right? So again, how do you learn what cap the capabilities of what it can do? How do you learn what skills your, your spiritual body possesses? 
Um, again, I, I, you can research um, podcasts, books, whatever. I do the class, um, the psychicabilityclass.com. Um, and if you want to try something different on your own, you can start discovering what your passions are. You can really get back in touch with what your passions are, what they were, what you used to love to do, because most likely if you're an adult or an older adult, you've let that go for our kids, family, and work. Um, you've, you've veered away from your passions and a lot of people go, I don't, I don't even know what I'm passionate about anymore. I don't, I don't know what I love to do. Well, there, there's your first lesson. There's, there's your first task is rediscover and do a bunch of things till you remember what it is you love to do. Because most likely it's not like you've went through your whole adult, adult life and not known what you love to do ever. Most likely you already knew what you love to do when you were younger. You knew what you loved to do as a child or as a teenager, and then you just kind of just shoved that down in a bottle and put a cork on it because, you know, life got in the way. So there's a task for you. Rediscover what your passion is, and that will sort of unfold some opportunities for you and some clarity for you um, when it comes to moving forward. You also want to learn the, re the relationship your spiritual body has with universal energy, and I did... Um, talk about that. I wrote that book, the universal laws one. It's like three ninety nine or something. It's really cheap. Um, there's so much information in that book, you know, your, your spiritual body and the universal energy works together. We're all made of energy. Um, and like I said before, now you, you've always been working with it. You just most likely didn't know you were. And that's super important is, so your first task is to you know, figure out what your passion is. The second one is uh, learn the relationship your spiritual body is with universal has with universal energy, um, and then of course becoming familiar with your spiritual body, which you can do through my class or through reading them, whatever. Then you want to learn how to find balance with your two bodies. Once you start discovering these, um, your two bodies can work flawlessly together. I'm not suggesting and nor should you go from your physical body to your spiritual body as primary and that's just it. Now you're moving everything spiritual. Like I said, we live in a physical world. Um, so that's really where you need to be. You need to be um, balancing your two bodies. You need to be working with both. And then learn to stop resisting and get curious. Um, read, discover, practice, change, change what you're doing. You, you stop resisting and get curious. Get curious about the spiritual area. Get curious about spiritual energy. Um, discover it. If you if you don't believe that in something somebody's teaching, go go find somebody else. There's tons of teachings out there. Find someone that resonates with you, and and discover and learn more with that person until you start finding that your knowledge is coming out on its own. Um, that's really really cool. What happens if you don't want to change or adjust. Um, I'm going to cover this quickly because we're getting to the end here. Uh, if you look around, I bet you can pick out five people in your life who are currently not embracing or adapting to this change, like friends, family members, whatever, because it will affect you in four major areas. So in the last two years, you probably have seen people that have had this happen. Um, it will affect you, number one, physically, uh, last jobs, lost houses or other material things due to heart, financial hardship. Um, so physically, your surroundings, material shifting, that will be one major area. It can affect your life. It 
and not that it will affect your major, your life in all these areas. It's just these are the areas it can affect. Emotionally, under extreme emotional distress, relationships, being through an unexpected divorce or breakup, and health, having had unexpected health issues. So those are the areas that can affect you. Thank you for joining me. Stop by keys to the spirit world.com. And until next time, we'll see you. Aloha.